please enjoy the music while your party's being reached. Okay, we are recording. We are live. Um, in the spirit of doing things a little bit differently, I have a guest tonight that I've never met or like <laughs> spoken to that much. So, um, Eric, aka Hamburger Helpless, thank you for coming to the pod. How are you doing? Hey, Thanks for having me on. I'm doing great. It is my pleasure. Um, friend of the pod, Mitch Moore, because I mentioned you on maybe like the second to latest episode, I was like, oh, this guy seems cool. And then Mitch slid in my DMs and was like, oh, you should have him on the pod. And I was like, maybe you should have him on the pod. Like, why not, you know? Oh, um, yeah, yeah. I think we have some crossover. We do, okay. Yeah, Gay guys, yeah. New York City. Um, don't seem to be financially thriving. Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely <laughs> we have <not>. Instagram. <laughs> yeah. You were just telling me that you were like a moving out of your apartment soon, and it's like uh, yeah, not yeah, it's, great. Not great. This place, uh, this building is sold. I've lived in um, like right next to Dittmas Park. I live right next to Prospect Park. Okay. Um, and this building is sold. This all the I live in one of the J units. All the J units have apparently had a leak since the nineties. I've been in this apartment since twenty fifteen too. And mm-hmm. like it, it was good for a few years, and then around the pandemic, the building just started fucking crumbling. Oh god! Um, and, and my roommate hears rats in the walls every night now. It's mm-hmm. insane. You go into the bathroom and you just hear them scratching. I, I'm so done with this place. I'm so done with this place. I'm about to be 33, and I've, this has never happened before. But I'm like moving in with a family member. I grew up in Jackson Heights. So, oh, okay. Um, yeah, I'm just returning to Jackson Heights. Honestly, but, uh, not I'm a sure. bad idea. Not a bad move. You know, it gets a lot of flack, and I totally understand. Does it? I mean, it's just a little far out there, but it's a what? really cute yeah. neighborhood, Jackson Heights. Oh no, like... no, no, no! I don't mean, I don't mean. I mean, Jackson Heights is beautiful. I, I love Jackson Heights. I've been dying to actually return. Um, I wish I could have my own place, but it's so expensive. And uh, I just got to save up some cash. I, you know, I'm a, I'm just a poor boy in a <laughs> fucking Bohemian Rhapsody. And okay, uh, another thing we have in common is we're both Bohemians. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and you have like a, you have a giant harp behind you, and what seems mm-hmm. to be a modestly sized bedroom. So does that just always live there, it's right in the middle of the room? Bedroom. Pretty much. I mean, it's usually facing the opposite direction um okay i I decided to give you all a show just you know show off the gold the gold leaf it is really popping it's beautiful so when did you start playing the harp i started playing in 2012 i'm like self-taught oh wow Um, okay i just assume that anyone plays a harp is like four years old when they start because like how do you even like (laughs) how do you even find a harp to start playing a friend or something Kind of, yeah. So when I was 22, I was accepted to a graduate program at the University of Oregon, and um, which I dropped out of. But I, uh, so I am. went out to, yeah, yeah. Not we love dropouts on the Dial Down podcast. Yeah. For real, for real, for real. Um, 
but uh, what was I going to say? So uh, I moved out to Portland in 2012 for like about a year and a half. And immediately um, I hit it off with my roommate's friend, Caleb. He's a good friend of mine, but we kind of like fell in love, uh, f you know, and um, we were dating for a while and his mom was a musician and we just kind of struck up conversations about music. Uh, we were both like huge fans of Joanna Newsom. And I was like, you know, I've always, I used to play the guitar. I grew up playing cello a bit. Um, so I had a musical background. And I was okay. like, I, I really, you know, uh, kind of had internalized a lot of harp ideas in my mind um, as like a composer. So I just wanted to give it a try. And it was really a private thing for years. I don't think I played for any harp for anybody. Um, I think my first show uh, was like a house show in 2017 or 2018. Um, not too far from here in like Dimas Park. Um, okay. Yeah. You know what, like bars, you know, this is just me thinking out loud here. Cause you know, there's a lot of bars that, you know, kind of lounges that have like a piano player. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah but like you should you know because i think we're both always looking for like streams of revenue yeah yeah, yeah. i mean you just like pitch yourself to like some north brooklyn ass bars that have room and be like can i just yeah, play yeah. the harp yeah i think I've they done that. Into I, it. I get weird i get weird responses um either they're looking for like a really classical player which i'm not i'm kind of like you do like trip hop Kinda, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> Wait, I mean, I listened to this the five songs you sent me just now. I, I mean, I don't know if are they trip hop. Like, what is, what happened to trip hop? Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't exactly categorize it that way, though. I, I, I get it. I wouldn't uh, either. People... I just wanted to say trip hop, and uh, <laughs> tell you know the empire is in decline when trip hop is. It's not <laughs> flourishing. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. No, well, our mutual friend Kara Cunningham has described it as love, uh, Kara. Shout out, Kara. I love Kara. America's love fucking sweetheart. America's sweetheart by Corny. We, we were talking about her extensively before we started recording, and we just, Kara, if you're Hell listening, yeah. which I have a feeling you might be, um, we love you so much, and uh, we're praying More for you and your family. Period, bitch. Love Prayers. you. Prayers in my heart. Um, till the end of time. Love you till the end of time. So. Um, <laughs> Well, you lame. sampled her in one of your songs, like she's giving you astrological. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I'm supposed to surprise her with that. But oh, yeah, yeah. No, she, she read, <laughs> I'll bleep it no, out. No, it's cool. It's cool. I think maybe she knows. I don't know, but she read my Kara read my chart and um, she interpreted it and told me all about myself. And uh, I thought it kind of fit into the music, so I use it in some places. But um, how did we get here? Oh, Kara. Kara calls know. it. Uh, <laughs> Kara calls my music dream dream pop, and she she says that she hates that term, but she says it's like dream oh, pop. But that makes I sense. Don't really, yeah. I don't yeah. know anybody I sh I show my music to anybody I play hard for. They don't know what to call it, and I guess that's like that's a good thing. It is a good thing. Being genre defying is a good thing for sure. Yeah, it's a struggle for me I because I can't. I can't exactly convey to people what I do when they ask me what I do, um, especially with the kind of thing I do on harp. It's not like traditional harp music. It's not really based in Celtic music. It's not really based in classical. Um, it's kind of inspired by jazz harp, but it's not exactly jazz either. 
Um, I have like a whole list of influences. Um, among them is like Mariah Carey, period. Um, like Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys, Mr. Fingers, like that early 90s house artist, uh, Steely Dan, Joni Mitchell, Arthur Russell, uh, Robin's Honey album is like a huge. It is so good. Like, and, right? Isn't that every perfect? second from start to finish that album rocks Fucking the goddamn house down. Exactly. Exactly. Um, can we circle back to Mariah Carey for one second? Hell yeah. You were yeah. surprised to find out that I'm a lamb and. I mean, we're, we're kind of hard to come by, and you're yeah. even further into her discography than I am. Because, well, I grew up with her music, but, you know, I thought mm -hmm. I listened to more records than the usual Mariah fan. Eh, you, wrong. You, you, you take the cake. Well, you know, I always, you know, sometimes I get questions on Instagram. People are like, oh, what's your favorite Mariah Carey album? And I always say, and I'm not, I swear to god i'm not trying to be different or weird i just really think that the album i listen oh, to from start to finish is memoirs of an imperfect angel because that yeah. shit is in different areas and it's so it is boisterous it is. and cool and lyrically just like batty and insane and uh i still i mean i know she's very famous but i don't think people really understand her the way that i do or you're getting close you're getting closer to the truth um but she's just like my fate i mean no one is like her the the like i hate to use the word fantasy because that's the title of one of, of like one of her biggest songs which i don't really listen to a lot but um it, it is the it is the sound of fantasy there is like this kind of mini ripperton dreaminess this like I think, well, you said it on Kara's pod, which was like the feeling you get from listening to her music, all the, all the arrangements, the lyricism, her, her wild imagination. And, and she's fucking, she's kooky as fuck. There's, she's not, she's not your run of the mill pop artist. No, she's to um, me, like, she's actually weirder than like Grimes. I think I probably said that on Kara's pod. I say the same thing over and over again. I don't um, remember you saying that, but that is absolutely true. Like Mariah Carey is so weird. She just happens to dress. She just is like, I mean, Oh, I want to be hot. <laughs> like, exactly. Why not? Exactly. You, know? you know, I mean, no, she's close enough. Grimes, though, yeah. But Grimes is a kind of a product of like, Bushwick. kind of <laughs> canada exactly exactly and i exactly. i you know i've never i i've never said a bad thing about crimes because like her music like really did was a soundtrack of my life for a long time i still think she's a genius oh, i, I haven't listened to most of her angels our angels was a and you know i remember when that album came out she's like i had i think it was like 113 finished songs and i narrowed it down right. to this and i was like period bitch like that's an artist and i like that i, I want to support people like that yes she's taken a little bit of a turn in life but like hey to me i'm like that's kind of interesting also i don't art care. angels <laughs> is like the lost digimon soundtrack it's yeah like, it totally it's, is it's like len late you know late 90s early 2000s fantasy digital dreamscape but mariah outdoes it marie mariah really outdoes it i think yeah in her in her originality and also her command of of like the way she sings scales she's a she is a true musician um people don't give her that kind of credit you you hear her just like riffing and the kinds of kind of exotic scales that come out of her the way she connects disparate keys 
and um, the way her ear, like I've seen like footage of her where she's like, she can tell that somebody around her is off pitch yeah. and, you know, she can point them out, you know, mm -hmm. ultimate skill. And you said, um, uh, you said that you love candy bling, which is such oh. a fever, fever dream of perfection just sonic perfection, just luscious. And, and, uh, you know, I, I kind of run out of words when it comes to the feelings that I get from Mariah Carey songs. Um, but that is certainly one of them. I mean, there's that funny moment. I, she's like on HSN selling like, oh, yeah. and, Joy, <laughs> and she's like, she's like, uh, Oh yeah, that, that was, uh, that was called a uh, lollipop bling. No, I didn't pick that name. Like... <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, speaking of musicians, I have like a funny story to tell you. <laughs> yes. So Saturday night I met and was talking to Nora Jones and like, didn't even know it. Wild. What do you think about? Okay. So I've, you know, I've heard like the Nora Jones song that's like, you know, I've never really delved into her catalog. Neither um, have I. My mom had her her record. My mom had her CD, and my grandmother would always point out, "Oh, that's Rav that's Ravi Shankar's daughter." Ravi Shankar. Okay, so this is we've got like a bit of a two parter right here. So I have a question for you that's directly from me. So Ravi Shankar oh. plays the sitar, sitar. and then I was thinking about, it, I'm like, wait, he's like sitting down. Is it? He's sitting down to play the instrument sitar. Is it called a sitar because it looks like a tar a guitar that you sit down to play? <laughs> Stop. No, I'm not even joking. That's fucking hilarious, dude. You think I'm playing? No okay, let me get no on Google. The, the, Is it called stuff. sitar because you sit down? I have a feeling it's not. Sitar is plucked string instrument pop plays by Hindustani classical music. The star instrument, blah, 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 is played sitting down. Uh, what is called? Okay. I have a feeling it's not called that because you sit down. <laughs> but, oh, you man, know. That's brilliant. that's brilliant. That's my answer, though. That's the answer I'll give from now on. <laughs> yeah, because I'm sitting down. Me. You play the sharp because you sit down when you play it. It's like sharp. So, yeah, okay. So, I was at this bar down the street from my house that I always go to. It was Saturday night. My friend is working and um, he's like, Oh, what are you doing for the rest of the weekend? I'm like, Okay, so tomorrow on Sunday, I'm going to Rhinebeck to go to this sheep and wool festival. I don't know anything about it, but I hear it's like pretty, it's like internationally, like now. It's like, sheep and it's like people that knit <laughs> um whatever and this woman next to me like trying to get a drink is like oh um my mom went there today i was like oh cool like what she think she's like i don't know but i heard parking's really crazy and i was like oh okay work like mm, all right and then i was like do i even i mean she was friendly but i was just kind of like what do i do now and it was it was kind of i don't know it was like kind of busy and i was like i don't need to continue a conversation really and i don't like to raise my voice and i would have to yell back so what did she did your mom i'm like i don't really need to talk to him strangely like that i did think for like a half a second I'm like this woman does look weirdly familiar but i also thought that she looked i mean we're in greenpoint so it's not like uh a poor neighborhood <laughs> but it's also not like upper east side it i just thought that she looked maybe a little underdressed uh like it was like uh -huh. she's wearing like a hoodie and i was like 
She's kind of giving like a live shock hat. In like so not the ambassador of in like green room, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kind of like, <laughs> okay, girl, like you're gonna go to the house of yes later. I don't know, whatever. Um, <laughs> and then my friend working was like, "Did you wait?" He's like, "I just got her car. Like that was Nora Jones." And I was like, "Really?" And then I I googled her and I was like, "Yeah, that was Nora Jones. Nora Jones was talking to me." <laughs> not to make it about me, but I was like, she's just actually like a, a very friendly person, you know? I don't yeah, know, it was yeah, nice. Yeah. That's my Nora Jones fun. story. She doesn't play the harp, right? Does she... Nah, piano? I don't think so. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So wait, you met her at the wool... Uh, at a wool convention. I did not meet her. I was talking to my friend about the wool convention, and oh, she had said oh, that gotcha. her mom was there oh. that that same day. Okay. Um, and she gave me advice that parking was crazy, which it kind of was, but it's also like at a very established fairground, so they kind of know what they're doing. I just actually got a very good spot and didn't have to walk very far. But um, you know, she's trying to give me some tips. Uh, literally, Nora Jones. Um, and I kind of, I kind of brushed her. Off. I didn't know. I just didn't know. Yeah, I mean. She's kind of an obscure figure. I really don't know more than like that one song. She won her fucking like nine Grammys, right? And then just yeah, like no, disappeared. Grammy winner. Like yeah, a yeah, lot. Yeah. I googled that that night. I don't yeah. remember now, but it was like it, it was somewhere in the ballpark of like six to nine Grammys, and I was like, "Damn, <laughs> like okay." <laughs> then she just kind of like, boop. Um, which is I think the way that, to fucking do it. Do you remember that um, moment from one of the early? Roni reunions where uh, where um, Andy is reading one of Kelly's blog posts where she's defending herself against Bethany's claim that she's an authentic. She's like, well, if being an authentic means um, graduating from Columbia, uh, starting two magazines, being the ambassador of wool. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I do not remember that, but now I'm taking umbrage because like, yeah. I'm now the new ambassador of wool. Ambassador for Wool. Ambassador Faye, of Wool, I mean, famously, damn. Famously a fan of Real Housewives, worked that into a 30 Rock joke where uh, Jenna Maroney is the ambassador for Wool. And she oh my God, I didn't know that. To the sheep. She's like, oh, noble sheep, we eat your babies. <laughs> we use your brain to fight off rabies. But the most beautiful <laughs> gift you give us is Wool. That is so beautiful. Wow, you've really got the voice of an angel, too. I mean, Kelly <laughs> Ben Simone, like, she would just be like, <laughs> she would just kind of like blurt stuff out, you know, when like, Brilliant. I think when Light Bethany was beach. yelling at her, which, like, by the way, Bethany is scary and, like, will, I would think, trigger yeah. most people into a complete psychotic breakdown. Yeah. I think she's a yeah, wild she's animal that needs to be, like, literally tranquilized. Yeah. Not to be weird, yeah. but. Though like, she is the narrator of the show, though she's the kind of character that most people pull for and i did i do too when i watch the show but there is something psychotic about bethany that mirrors um it, that mirrors literally mirrors in an inverted way kelly's own like psychosis yeah kelly is the is the vocalization of just the collective unconscious and, and like all these bizarre um formulations come out of her mouth she's obsessed with fourth grade something happened to her in the fourth grade well, i don't know when and bethany probably, was when bethany was yelling at her she just goes ah al sharpton and everyone's like wait what? right exactly <laughs> exactly exactly put your hair up it's al sharpton yeah yeah <laughs> it's insane insane um oh there's so many 
Oh, so many great moments. Just if you look up on her YouTube from like 10 years ago, from like 12 years ago, there's one where she's getting dressed at three in the morning um, and she's talking to the camera and maybe her poor daughter is like holding her like little, her like little digital camera is like 2009. And she's trying on different dresses to head to that reunion for season three. She's like, she pulls out the white dress and she refers to it as a straight jacket. It's just brilliant, the kind of associations she has in her mind. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody, always, and when Kelly uh, voices her ideas or, you know, any concern she has, she always frames it as if other people have brought it to her attention. She's always out in the streets and everybody is always asking her, you know, she's like, I was on the cover of Shape magazine. And, and the, the topic was lean log legs. And I, I said to the editor, perfect, because everyone is always coming up to me and asking me about lean long legs. <laughs> she thinks the whole world lives in her head with her. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Mm -hmm. It's a really beautiful power to have. Um, we'll, we'll talk about Roni later because I did get a couple of questions yeah, that I feel yeah, like yeah, yeah. I'll have to just talk for like. Bro. 30 seconds max or okay whatever if you want <laughs> no, no, because, because we'll talk about it later but the new season has been a whole lot of nothing and yeah. i guess i have a bit to say about a whole lot of nothing okay <laughs> uh, <laughs> what is joanna newsom up to she plays the harp but she's like not her music's not on the the streaming services oh, yeah, what do you no, think about I mean, that I, I really respect her for that because i kind of come up against this frustration too, because I put so much work into what I do and I sink so much of my non-existent funds um, into what, into, into, you know, the, the tracks I sent you haven't been mastered yet. So I still have to have the album mastered. I've been working on this album for years and kind of perfecting its sound. And in the meantime, I've written an entirely different record um, that I've yet to record, but um, I relate to her because the, because Spotify really, it's it's theft from the artist The kind of, I mean, according to, uh, I guess, the licensing agreements that an artist has with the record label, you know, you get royalties and then it gets divvied out, but it's just so microscopic. And what you get paid per stream is like 0. 0.001 of a cent or something. Oh, it's, it's very abysmal, ridiculous. yeah. It's abysmal. So yeah, I, as an independent artist and people don't really know who I am. You um, got a band camp or a, do you do band camp Fridays? <laughs> I mean, what can you do? <laughs> Not yet. I mean, I, eventually I will when it's time to release uh, my first record. We've well, done like uh, busking in a subway. I feel like mm -hmm. you could probably make some serious money down there. It's not bad. It's I mean, not bad. It's a lot. It's a lot on the harp, though. So I have to be really. Yeah. How do you even get it down uh, there? Elevator? uh yeah there there are some like uh west fourth street has an elevator okay um i played at, i remember i played at a restaurant last on, on valentine's day at a ooh where was it it was a pizza it was like a, a, a dog <laughs> yeah yeah i play oh oh that that's a there, that's a that's pretty a, good idea i mean like telfar x papaya dog x hamburger helpless for real there's now a, there's a gas. There is a Joanna Newsom video from maybe eight years ago where she walks through a papaya dog. So I would just be retracing her steps. Oh, <laughs> but, um... <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, no. I mean, bringing the harp into the subway is a little. 
dodgy. Sometimes I get confronted by weird people who want to talk to me about it, but I, I can sense they probably want to jump me. Um, They're going to run off with your harp. <laughs> with my harp, which is on wheels. You know? <laughs> Are the wheels but, built um, in or is, do you have like a little dolly? No, nah, I have a little dolly. A little dolly? But I have a little dolly. Okay. Little the little dolly was expensive? How much are we talking here? I don't know. It was like 300 bucks, but it's like, Jesus. Okay. I was like, 80? Like, damn. Okay. No, I wish. I wish. But and anyway. how much does a harp cost? Sorry to harp on all these boring details. Oh, no. It's... <laughs> no it's I'm cool. curious harps, about Harps can get really expensive because I have a lever harp, but I, I got it for $1,000, which is pretty cheap. That's free. Uh, for a harp. I would ex- honestly, I was thinking. I got like six. Harps, harps get up in in like oh way more. No, if you want like a standard like student pedal harp, um, which is a kind of harp, uh, that's at least ten k, and they just go up. The 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 better harps and with more intricate like gilding and all that that gets closer to thir- you know thirty thousand. Jesus tap but, dancing um, Christ! It's insane. It's Jesus tap dancing Christ. It's for real. Um, but to answer your question, what's Joanna Newsom up to? Uh, she put out an album in 2015. She toured a bit. Uh, she's a mom. She's married to Andy Samberg. Okay, so they're still uh, together. Where do they they're live? They're still together. They have kids. They live in L.A., uh, somewhere in the hills, in a hmm. beautiful mansion yeah. that, used to, that used to belong to Charlie Chaplin. Oh. And it's like this Moorish mansion. It's I think it's called the Moorcrest. Okay. But she... Uh, but yeah, she debuted a few new songs recently, but she's so lax. She's so cool. I really respect her, and I dig her approach to uh, being a musician because it's not really dependent on what other people think about her or what the, the audience wants. It's what she wants. So I think that's a good model, uh, more or less, for being a good artist. You know, I do respect that, too, but I feel like if she was not rich, she'd be like, well, maybe I do need to put my stuff out there for people that can't. I don't know. It's a sticky situation. I get it. There's no way I would do this podcast for fucking free. And all I do is sit in my room and talk at a wall. So, you know, adding the harp on that thing is like, okay, so John and music. I was, I was like in college or, you know, what's this like 2000, we'll say like six to 10 or 11. Mm -hmm. I was so into it. And then I think once she kind of, you know, there's album wise and there was some other you know uh, east was, yeah oh it's ease it's east yeah it's okay. like a french wow, <laughs> like wow a french. okay Ooh. um and i just like <laughs> forgot about her and then like i heard a yeah, song yeah, yeah. somewhere in public it. and i was just like it was like and i was like oh turn it off it was like <laughs> sorry i don't mean to offend you but uh, no no it's almost the way okay. i feel when like i hear like bjork's vocals or i'm just like oh, oh shit. shut up like you yeah, sound yeah, like yeah, crazy yeah. and i hate it and i used to I be like it. so like it. ooh, you know it was like when you were like younger you're like oh coco rosie's cool and now i'd be like oh my god Whoa. <laughs> what the That's fuck funny. was i going through <laughs> uh, i mean yeah no i get it i get it her voice isn't uh easy uh i my my good friend rob went uh, with me to see her once and he really liked it but he said some of the sounds she made were grotesque and i actually liked that description because it's like not for everybody and uh, you know i don't think it should be for everybody not in an elitist way not in an elitist way but just in its particularity like everything doesn't have to be for everybody 
and I don't know. Like, yeah, it is what it is. I, I just, it. I just think and now, if I was at like West Fourth Street and I heard someone that sounded exactly like her playing the harp, I might throw I, myself in front of the train. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear trip hop. That's it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, I know that's, that's so funny. Cool. <laughs> um, what else we got on the dog here about music? Mm, yeah, nothing really. Um. We we talked a little about like um, Skinwalker Ranch, it's kind of a new right, new realm right, for you right, to right. kind of get into. I've talked about yeah, it a lot on the pod, um, but before and if we even get into that, what did you think of the Peruvian alien bodies that were found and presented in front of Mexican Congress? Their names are Clara and Mauricio. Um, real or fake? I thought. That- I thought they were cute. Uh, they looked delicious. I wanted to taste. Don't them. do the cake thing. Don't do the cake thing. <laughs> no, that would be some good like Korean barbecue. No, because I mean, <laughs> well, it's just like bone is dust. But like you know, there was that viral video of like, oh, someone immediately was like, made it like, is this cake or real? And then oh, really? so many people on Facebook like you get like once you follow like a a private skinwalker ranch group you get the most like esoteric weird shit in the fucking world and it's all like 60 to 70 year old people that have like never used a computer being like oh here's a picture that looks real and it's like literally ai and it's like obviously not anyways uh, one of these groups like you know the cake video popped up and then everyone's like just assuming that was it like there is no they didn't know about the even the congressional hearing in, in Mexico and and they're like, Oh wait, I didn't even know this was, I thought it was just cake. Like thousands of comments were like, Oh, I just thought it was like a, a weird fun cake. And I'm like, Oh Lord, my like smoke was coming out of my ears. I was so, I get so mad. Cause like some people are just so, they have so many walls built up and they don't actually want the truth. And like, I just feel like our point of being here I want is, to know more about is it. to get I closer wanna, to the truth. I mean, yeah, I want to believe. I want. I want to know more about it. I'm not skeptical of it. I. I. I I'm pulling for them, honestly. You're uh, well. Here, to, you know. I'm sorry to trigger you with a food comment. I wasn't aware tri- that that, was that actually a triggered me. I mean, now I'm thinking about it. I really went off for a minute there. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know, I mentioned this on a recent episode. It's like the reason why we haven't heard the last. So I googled this. You know, I you googled like Clara and Mauricio, alien little bodies. Um, there's not been a news article written about them since September 14th. Um, and that is when NASA got possession of them. I think like, it's mm, a little convenient that like no one is even like following up. I think that's fucking, I mean, it, to me, it's like one of the craziest news stories that's like ever existed. Well, it's, a little, it's a little sus with how quickly it was dismissed. Exactly. Okay. So you're getting it. You're getting it. <laughs> <laughs> they're fucking real okay so like my tea is you know they ran them through the fucking mri machine on live tv with like tons of press and before that they'd sent them to some university and they carbon dated and they're like oh they're 1800 years old then this university like after like a lot of the press was like oh my god the guy who showed them is so his character is so flawed like how could he be a credible person it's like Oh my god whatever of course they're gonna do that um and they're like well yeah i guess we did say that but like we could there's more testing we could have done it's like 
you can't just like present that and have it be literally almost 2000 years old and have it be fake like they objectively did a test that was just like how old is this shit um and they found like this osmium plate osmium is this metal that's like found like in the ocean that has like it's very unstable like humans could like fuel crazy shit with this like metal alloy or whatever your idea is that they're aquatic right i think that like yeah i mean i i as i learn more about this stuff i kind of shift what i think and you know i think it's fine in the the quest for the goddamn truth like i think that they do be like speeding into the middle of the ocean and they're just like chilling they're like let's let them just like blow each other up i guess maybe pop back up once in a while because like that tic tac okay so is that it was the new york times that broke that story that was like the the navy yeah so that was what they didn't even tell you is like there's actually seven of those tic tacs not just one flying around and then you know they're going like twenty thousand miles an hour or some shit and then they just like go into the water with like very little splash and um i think they're living down there they seem to be some kind of weird amphibious i don't know if they're human i don't know what but they have something's going on um Uh, thoughts on robert bigelow Wait, who's Robert Bigelow? The name is familiar. He bought he he was a previous oh, the, owner of the skin of the Skinwalker Ranch. He yes. bought MUFON. He mm-hmm. took all of their he took all of their data. Uh, he replaced their investigators with his own people. So you know anybody who gets in contact with the government about a sighting or an experience, you know, are sent to him, and they can you know they get to whatever like if there's like. I don't know a crash or something they get to the remains before anybody can right so okay i don't know a ton about him but i know that like the guy that bought skinwalker ranch from him um he keeps his cards pretty close to his chest so what's the guy mm-hmm. the um, the new owner i don't know I mean, that's just scary really that shit's fucking scary the Robert, skin, just like all oh, the yeah. folklore which i don't oh, know yeah. too much about but it really wigs me out and i don't I could hear about a lot, but something about it just uh, deep inside, it's uh, bad juju. Totally. So Robert Bigelow was not going to give any of the information over to the new guy. Um, And this is years before the Skinwalker Ranch TV show. This guy kind of bought it. and I haven't seen that. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, I've watched seasons like one, three, and four. I really wish there was a new one airing because I need something to kind of they're getting closer and closer to something. And it's the the tasks they're doing seem to be like every time they do some sort of like they'll send like a grid of like 250 drones up in like a cube and they'll like kind of separate around this thing that they think might be some sort of wormhole maybe. But then every time they do something like they have like documented UAP like lights in the sky, like and you know they show that on the show um and there's a reason why it's i mean history channel does kind of sensationalize things and make it look cornier than it needs to be and it's like god it's just it's fine but like i think it puts a lot of people off and makes it seem kind of stupid and like fake but i don't think it is uh, my, my friend augustus who lives in portland uh tells me that he saw he was up in north portland one day and he saw he and his friend Louis saw a ton of those kinds of lights in mm-hmm. the sky. He also tells me he saw a Sasquatch. 
It had like really yeah, see, long. there we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know you're not a fan of the of the Bigfoot, but not a big uh, fan of the Bigfoot, but I get the I think where the Bigfoot it, comes says, from is actually from Skinwalker Ranch, where like a skinwalker is like in Native American lore, I think it's the Ute tribe that's in like the northeast corner of Utah. Basically, if you like you promise yourself to like the dark side, then like you become or like your soul becomes this like fast moving animal that can morph. It's kind of like a horse dog thing. And maybe uh, yeah, yeah. that kind there's of got early spread X-Files to like. Episode. Oh, I need I to. There's maybe... an early X-Files episode where it's but it's like a wolf or something. Yeah. Like that. I mean, there's a lot of people that drive on a highway and think that they see this creature running alongside of it and then it like disappears and it's like looks like it's wearing like a like a cloak of like fur and it's not like a real well, that's what my friend that's what my friend augustus says that he encountered he and louie were driving through like a wooded on on a path through the woods i forget where they said they were they weren't in oregon they were somewhere um but up in the pacific northwest and uh there was there's some creature being pursued by like some military vehicle but it was like some big beast on two legs with long golden hair like long hair uh off of its limbs and body just covered in golden wavy hair okay does sound like a skinwalker i just have <laughs> to ask i have to ask do you think like in this time in their life were they doing drugs were they drinking and dr- like what do you think uh-huh. that's a good question i mean i'm sure gus was on a lot was i mean i i, uh, I, I mean being stoned comment. on weed is different than being high in math so like which it's one of the two right both probably was he on math uh, eric was he on math no, I, go, okay. uh, I mean maybe me but definitely not gus <laughs> not augustus Okay, well, I guess the jury's out on that. All right. <laughs> but, you know, I, I just, I've never had, I've, I said this before I quit Twitter, but, like, my five-year plan is to have, a like, a UFO experience. <laughs> I just want to see one. Uh, it doesn't mean the world to me. I, I can't die without having some kind of contact. Um, where do you want to go? Where do you, where, where do you expect to have this encounter? I don't know, every time I go like the Finger Lakes back home, you know, I see like, you know, three to five shooting stars a night. And I'm just like, like, can one of them be a fucking UFO and just like, boop, like text me or something? I don't know. A lot of stuff does happen off the West Coast, like in California, mm-hmm. in the ocean. But, you know, not in like Long Island, I guess. So <laughs> I don't know. Oh, speaking of Long Island, um, I sent you that. Uh, I don't think you've watched it, but the uh, there's an episode of Jesse Ventura of Conspiracy Theory with Jesse Ventura. Oh yeah, I did not watch it, but I'm very both, curious. Uh, the, it's one of the just so campy and ridiculous. It looks so. I watched like a minute of it. And I was like, uh, "Whoa! How did I miss this?" 
exactly it's like him sitting in like a long table of like 12 other like friends or experts like i don't even know what yeah, yeah, yeah. the actual there's, vibe is but they're just like passing uh, around like june, manila june. folders and like right exactly stuff yeah there's june sarpong who's like uh she's like a bbc like uh in, she's like you know, investigative reporter june sarpong is she also the bbw june. I don't think she's a BBW. She's okay, well, a, you, there's one, one of them the BBW, a, and I was like, she's yeah. cool. <laughs> but she has uh, just uh, just units upon units, just wigs under wigs under wigs, and yeah, that's um, yeah, she, that's her. No, no, she's she's felt. She's not fat. She's, okay, she's just she's just top heavy with the wig, you know. That's probably but, what um, threw me off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, she's fabulous. But uh, yeah. I've got a name, Governor. His name's Bishago. But like, <laughs> she's just she's fucking fabulous. But she's just like out there interviewing all these like fucking loony people, you know. Uh, but what what was my point? Um, oh yeah, she goes out to uh, Long Island to interview this old man who uh, claims to have been uh, around at the time of the Montauk Project. Which was a government... What like, is uh, that? <laughs> that's, that's exactly what she said. <laughs> um, is that her accent? Her, her, she's English. She's oh, like, wow. Okay. English black lady with huge hair. And she, she okay, goes that and she, okay. the camera constantly, constantly uh, pans to her. And she's making different so shocked and surprised faces. While this Amazing. old man tells her... Tells her it was a lounge type chair. They would lie stark naked on it. They would be, you know, it would be uh, hooked up with electronic, electromagnetic pulses to try to induce uh, time travel. And if they were capable, this machine would bring it to full reality. And uh, yeah, they called it the Montauk chair. And apparently they would just pull off. It was like a secret kind of, uh, would you call that black ops? It was like a secret government operation it would pull just like i would call it bbw ops yeah of course bbw ops (laughs) it would pull off like homeless people or drug addicts off the street and and send them through time and be like get the literally get the fuck out of here (laughs) we kind of need to work on the montauk chair i don't know how else to solve the homeless problem just like send them to the prehistoric era and see what see what happens you know i don't know we're running out of there's nothing left to do (laughs) Right on. Um, uh, okay, let's. How long have we been recording? I have no way of knowing. Um, okay, wait. Let's oh, do a couple I, more I topics. Love this part, I love this part of your podcast where you lose track of time and then you go, <laughs> it's been an hour. What the fuck? Like, like you're yeah, just. And so, one of the questions, I'll answer it right now. <laughs> so, someone asked, like, why do I bleep out the time when I am like, oh, I've been recording for boop? Um, I don't have to do that. I don't know really why I do it. So the thing is like, I will now lately, I actually do edit the, I don't edit like anything out, but sometimes it'll just be like a long pause where I'm like, okay, it's just a little too long. And like, you know, I I don't want the dead silence. It's like too long. So I'll like trim some stuff. And then, you know, if I trim, you know, over an hour of recording, like that'll add up to like maybe a minute and a half or two minutes. And like it'll be off by a minute 
And then so if I'm like, oh, my God, I'm recording for 43 minutes and it's like at 41 minutes, I'm like, oh, my God, they're going to think I'm stupid or lying (laughs) or both, which like I am. (laughs) So I'm like, also, I just love the unexpected boop. Like, I just think a boop is funny and I'm never going to stop. It's a great recording quirk. You should keep doing it. It's great, right? You like it's fun. Keeps on your toes. Yeah, it's a great way to mask obsessive compulsive. (laughs) (laughs) um let's talk about blair white for a second so you've been posting her lately and i i've known about blair white for a very long time you know uh right-wing transgender youtuber um but when i first heard of her i thought her videos like i never really watched them but i thought they were kind of stupid it was her being like Mm -hmm. i'm a woman using a men's bathroom like let's see what happens and i'm like i don't like this kind of immature gimmicky shit it is what it is it's fine i don't remember those oh yeah or like she'd wear like a maga hat to like some sort of like lib rally and then someone like like a man like throw like a soda at her but in hindsight like maybe one of her friends just threw a soda at her like i don't know i don't know but it was kind of one of those things where i'm like i don't need to be a part of this because it's hard to i I just don't want to have to think like whether this is a real thing or not but lately the video she's been cranking out especially after her jubilee trans liberals versus trans conservatives which she absolutely tore crazy you you'd agree with me right or not i avoid i listen i followed blair for years um i have mixed feelings about her i i generally really like her but i think she clutches her pearls a lot which she oh she's to moralize a lot and but i guess that's the, the the nature of the youtube game to get the kind of views that she wants exactly but, um i'm I, not buying everything she's selling right 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 but i typically respect i generally respect her i think she's uh i pull for her but um but she is a kind of prudish there's a kind of like uh as i said she clutches her pearls everything's about the children and you know i don't exactly knock that because i think that's that that is ethically upstanding not to be a nerd and gay about it but fucking um but i avoided the jubilee i i've seen bits and pieces of the jubilee mess i just i I, my feeling was just leave her alone i don't like to see these fucking (laughs) ratchet ass uh like nbs coming for her like they have no place like who are they to come for her i just i don't like it (laughs) no and i thought like one of the biggest takeaways for me in that debate is the non-binary person is literally this like it's a guy dressed like honestly like an actual clown and he's like blair's just like okay so yeah like we we don't actually have that much in common like i don't agree with the term the trans umbrella like it's kind of a a thing it's you know gender dysphoria and then the non-binary person he's like well you know women get their breasts augmented like their nose is done like isn't that the same thing and she's like no that's like body dysmorphia or just like enhancing your appearance like so different i was like damn these people just like prove themselves wrong like so easily and i was like not expecting it to go that way because like blair can also uh be kind of a pussy and like a little bitch and be like oh no i'm the vic-. like she is always like i'm not a victim that i'm like but then you act like one too she's a complicated person but like i uh, yeah. you know like yeah. her nonetheless i think she's just like hot yeah. <laughs> or something she is hot she's really hot she's yeah. yeah i love her tits yeah great tits <laughs> great tits. um 
apparently they told her not to wear black to the Jubilee debate, and then she wore charcoal or something. And I'm like, okay. Brilliant. Brilliant. Good move. Good, Good move. move. <laughs> um, so you guys follow Blair White on YouTube. I do now, and I watch kind of all her videos. Because Okay, so I think I, I didn't really tie this up. Like, she used to make these, like, shock value videos which i mean there's always an element of shock value to what she's doing but like i'll listen to her whole like video podcast it's like reacting to like woke tiktoks and like uh um, i feel like i just need that you know i look I at instagram you. and i'm like okay i probably spent well over an hour on instagram today i'm like now i need to like have the antidote and then i'll be at nirvana and i'll just levitate off the fucking ground i don't fucking know i need to stop watching everything and maybe read a book, you know what I mean? Uh, what are those? I don't know. I really just, I kind of don't know. Um, one last topic before we answer like a bunch of questions. Um, I remember the worst Insta comment I've ever seen in my life. It just, it was like three years ago, but it popped in my head. Just because everyone that's like a nightlife individual or like artist is now, again, like just a foreign affairs expert and um, props to them. I love getting my news from people that are on ketamine six nights a week. Like it's so (laughs) uh, important to do that. Um, Oh, they wish. No, don't give them that much credit. Five nights? These people are so bored. They have nothing going on in their lives. They wish they were on ketamine even one night a week. Please. I think it's kind of, it's in the water (laughs) now in 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 11223. So I don't remember what celebrity did this apology. And I don't know the random stranger that provided this comment. But to me, it just summed up like this... um, this moment perfectly where the celebrity gave the most like half-assed apology for something so useless. And I was just like, we don't even need, no one needs this. And the comment was from someone that it just said, and it's with the clapping emoji between every word. It was, this is how you apologize. And I was like, wait, are you like, do you want apologies that often? Like you have to find like the best one. <laughs> like to me, like for some reason that like really, and it's very kind of like whatever, like we all know that shit's in all the comments, but like for some reason that one just imprinted in my head. I was like, this is how you apologize. This is how you apologize. And then they're like over it. Like clearly you're worked up. I'm like, you're never going to be over anything in your life. If no, it's so juvenile. To, to, I mean, to demand an apology is juvenile. I think like, I'm being so just, Blair White and so hacky right now. I'm like, oh my God, lips like, <laughs> like whatever. This is what the podcast is now, guys. Should um, I not be making points? I should refrain from making points. <laughs> yeah, well, let's make a point. Like, your let's talk about your T-shirt that you're wearing right now, Eric. It's oh my beautiful. God. <laughs> it's like, it's oh, Alex. dreams. Ah. <laughs> uh. So it's, it's, uh, can you, you describe it? It's just tons of different Alex Jones faces. My, my husband, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. Uh, it's, it's strangely in a kind of, uh, what? it's really soft. I love sleeping in this. Um, What's the fiber content? I don't know. I'm not, I don't know. Paul, it's not, it's not cotton, right? 
I'm a big fiber head oh, now. I, I went to the Sheep and Wolf Festival and I. Oh, you went to the Wolf. Yeah, you're the. Yeah, so yeah, I'm. You, you, know. you are the ambassador for wool. Let's say it's wool. It's made out of wool. It's made of wool. Um, you know, I I do like Alex Jones except for the school stuff. And I was like, damn, he really, really <laughs> missed the mark. <laughs> really fucking missed the mark on that one. But you know, I would um, I would love to be married to a guy like that for two and a half years just drunk <laughs> and like kind of yelling all the time and like but like making steak and right. like who's having a nice kind of big house i i could just be like okay i'm gonna go to a different room and he'll just like sleep eventually and i don't have to really even talk to you know um but yeah you would have sex with alex jones right Oh, in a heartbeat, like yeah, I, would, just, I mean, I would have to to tell people for the pod. I would do it for the pod, absolutely. I, I need it for my personal like gratification. Yeah, for, you know, again to reach Nirvana. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, on that note, um, I'm gonna pause. I want to take a quick little break. I just want to smoke uh-huh. a cigarette and then um, go piss, girl. I'm gonna piss too. Uh, <laughs> go piss, girl having a great time thank you for you know tuning in sticking with us um and we have a lot of questions like 24 questions not gonna get to all of them but like i'm gonna be honest there's some there's some good ones that we can definitely we still gotta talk brony that'll be uh that'll be coming up yeah because that's one of the questions so i just i saved it saved it for part two okay be right back we're back. Okay, we are fucking back. That was again Eric. Hamburger helpless on the harp. <laughs> um before we get into your questions. I don't think we really fully got into like how I discovered you was because of your Instagram page, which is pretty popular. Um, and it was like so niche. And typically I don't love like watching yeah. videos, let alone like still, a still shadow band though. Still oh. shadow band. You gotta type the whole thing in and it's still the fifth thing to come up. Damn, okay, I didn't even realize that. But you'd follow me and I was like, what the hell is going on over here? And uh <laughs> Again, like I don't love watching videos on Instagram, let alone like a carousel of yeah. ten videos per post. But I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a thing. Those I things spent... are the most popular for some reason. I hate doing them, but they you really. Die, do you hate doing? Because it seems like you. I don't know how you. How do you do? Like your phone, your screen recording yeah, stuff. They're, they're your camera roll must be insane, and then you could. You just upload I them. I clear things off. I usually upload things to, to clear them off my phone. But they're okay. such a chore. They're just the most popular things. And uh, sometimes I strike gold with them. So it grows the page. And um, I started this page in uh, 2017, I think. I was just eating pizza with my friends. And I said the words out loud. I just said hamburger. We were just saying funny words funny combinations of words and i just said hamburger helpless there you together. go and in that moment i knew what i had to do a star was and born a star you knew what you had to do you had to log on 
and and never log, log out. out. Yeah. And uh, over what since 2017, I've amassed. It's not a huge following. I mean, I, it's the it, right I, number. I, it's like eight thousand something. Any more than ten, it's, it's like then it's like dumb people, and you don't want it's, them. That's true. No, because I always post like kind of controversial things to weed people out. Yeah. People like like I'll just like post some like inflammatory things. Um, I usually like test out when I get a ton of new followers. I, I'll post Polya. I'll post Red Scare. I'll post um, X, Y, and Z. I'll post Blair White. I'll post whatever kind of like Dial shots. Dan too. I got the post and I was like, okay, this bitch has to come. <laughs> You've earned it. You've earned the right. Yeah, um, hey, just to hey, see hey, my hey. name in lights like that was really. I was bro, like, oh my bro, god, bro. wow. Um, and I was like, wow, I sound I... really dumb. <laughs> like, really dumb. <laughs> no, I do. I sound <laughs> so dumb. I'm just like, oh, I adore oh. you. I adore what you. I adore your podcast. Thank you, um, and you subscribe, I'm so happy which is. I subscribed. Really happy I subscribed. Really, I, I, it means a lot to me. I appreciate it. You know, I'd heard, I'd heard you back in the day. Um, I think I'd heard you through some just like Roni commentary, but, um, but I, I remember hearing you on Red Scare, and Kara always talks you up. So oh, I, I thought it was so about much. time. You know, I thought it was about time to to join. It's about <laughs> and like I feel like I'm <laughs> after three and a half years. I I always feel like I'm just getting started. And I, I talk about this a lot. I'm just like, oh, it's clearly the podcast is clearly going nowhere, but I still feel more motivated than ever to do it. So I'm like, well, that's there's not a lot of creative outlets in my life where I that I feel inclined or even remotely okay about. So the podcast is very near and dear to me. And again, your support means. So, yeah. you think we should get to some questions? Hamburger? Can I call you Ham? Can I call you Eric? <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's see what we got here. So, I think that I'll ask the questions to you, and then I'll also answer. But I think maybe you, you should just go first. And by the way, I have not sent you these questions. There, there's nothing. There's no gotcha journalism happening here. It's they're pretty. Are we doing a? Are we doing like? Are we going through ten queens and, and clocking each one and figuring out which one <laughs> trans? And which one? I, that's Girl, my you clocked game. yourself. Gia <laughs> <laughs> Gun got banned from TikTok for the video. Isn't that so fucked up? I have loved Gia Gun from the jump. Me too. And during the pandemic. When she was sh- when she was like, she was just trash talking people with masks. <laughs> I was I'm like, that's my queen. That's my fucking queen. Yep. And she's like, I think this whole mask thing is just to make us feel insecure and like everything's not okay. I'm like, preach, preach. <laughs> she's right again. Yeah, I mean Gina, Gina Jones, like Alex. Jones, <laughs> Alex Jones Gina. <laughs> Gina okay Jones. all right question number one what's a movie that you hate that everyone else loves i'm not a huge fan of um like uh like patch adams like what's his name robin williams you know i've never been a, i've always kind of just not been down with Robin Williams and everybody loves him. I don't know what's what my issue is. Okay. Like no, Robin Williams is definitely beloved. I don't know if everyone loves the movie Patch Adams, but I <laughs> respect your answer. No, I know. And I, 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 that came to mind. 
And I, it's unfair because I've had time to prepare. I mean, I'm not like writing these answers down, but you know, I've I've transcribed the questions. Um, also, I you know, I really did. I hate. Oh no, we froze, Eric. We froze. We're frozen. Oh no, we're still frozen. Can you hear me? Okay, I can hear you now. Yeah, but I didn't hear anything. Oh damn! From I don't know five seconds ago. <laughs> All right, you're, you're the, the bars on your side are red now; they're yellow. How does it tell you I how don't... my connection is? No, I just got the notification that says my um, connection is unstable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's me. It's always me. Got it. I know that. No, it's cool. It happens to me. I, I I'm going to just pause my video for a second. That. I'm going to pause video. Um. Yeah. So uh, I think you're maybe talking about Robin Williams. Uh, I was just going to say that uh, my friend Rob made me sit through uh, the most recent A Star is Born, and I don't remember a damn thing about it. And I'm re I really just have a distaste. Oh, God. Uh, she okay. brings me such displeasure that, that Stephanie Germanata just brings me such displeasure oh really like wrong like answer first... wrong answer he's <laughs> <laughs> amazing she's so great bradley cooper's oh, so hot in it. um that fucking airplane hanger the nose could land the 747 on that well my answer i can't see you dan i know <laughs> your facial expressions you can't see that i'm i'm like throwing stuff around my room um okay my answer is the movie crash the david is it cronenberg or whatever the fuck like for oh, years and years mm -hmm, everyone's like oh my god this is the best movie i've ever fucking seen in my entire fucking life and then i i watched it like a year ago and i was like oh i guess it was kind of weird like you mean the one from the early 80s the one about the car crashes yeah the people that like to fuck to exactly. car crashes which is a cool I idea i love cars like 12 years but um, it just didn't stick with me in like any real way and i was like oh i'm like yeah. so disappointed also another answer is like any david lynch movie like i tried to watch a racer head <laughs> and was just like what the fuck this is so tedious and boring and i'm just like do something do something i know I can understand that. I can I, I can understand that. I watched Eraserhead in high school, um, but you know I I guess it's not like I, I really sit down and rewatch a lot of David Lynch, but I enjoy him. I like Blue Velvet, Mulholland Drive, but I've seen Mulholland uh, Drive. I liked it. I haven't seen Blue Velvet. I'm just I'm like a little. Uh, he just you have to get in his head and be like, oh, I get it. I, get I do is genius. It's like. Uh, like, I mean, Dune was really fun. I don't know. I saw the the recent one and just fucking hated it. It was so boring. <laughs> All right, let's do let's do another question here. What's your favorite sandwich, top to bottom, every ingredient? Mm, mm, mm. I'm really not culinary. This is so disappointing. This is going to be I mean, I think you probably eat food. Sandwiches. I eat food. Uh, give me a minute. You go. <laughs> okay, I'll go. I mean, like, my top two is like a Philly cheesesteak, which is just like, yeah, onions, cheese. That's it. Um, or just like a, a 
uh, turkey club, turkey, bacon, lettuce, tomato, onion, mayonnaise, toasted bread. I don't know, bro. I'm a I'm a fast food junkie. So you, you, do you know you're talking to here? I mean, I know, I know. I love a double quarter pounder with cheese. <sighs> that's my that's my that's my McDonald's. I get that and a four piece. That and a four piece. And now that's like seventeen dollars now, and uh, they give you one. Did you officially? Did you officially turn your video off? I mean, it's not on. Yeah, I mean, we'll only turn it back on see if if we have any. What if you? What I was like eating a quarter pounder, and I'm like, uh, yeah, actually, (laughs) we're having issues, (laughs) and uh, it's going to see me, um, you know, golfing down a DQP double quarter pounder. Oh, yeah. So you're saying what okay, double quarter pound. That's a good answer. Mm-hmm. Um who next question. Who do you want to see at the MSG sphere in Las Vegas? Do you know what that Maybe. is? No, I have no idea what that is. I just okay, this new like structure. It's a humongous sphere. It looks like a crystal ball. And you oh, it's a like- venue, and then it's like proje- when you're inside, it's projected like 360 around you and it was like Rihanna's visuals. forehead on the Burj Khalifa. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Uh, my answer is Yanni. Obviously, I want to see Yanni, and I want to, mm-hmm. I don't know, be in the middle of, like, whatever visuals he selects, I'm going to be fine with. Um, but, yeah, I want to see Yanni. Who do you want to? In that kind of setting, I would see Mariah. Oh, shit. In a huge setting like that, I would see Mariah Carey. Yeah. I wonder if her vocals would like bounce around. Yeah, there's this gorgeous uh, like piano version of uh, Outside that just destroys me. I would love to hear that. Just her her voice and the piano singing Outside. Yeah. Have you heard her like eight minute jazz rendition of We Belong Together that she released in like late 2020? Or early 2021. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that one. It was video, like, and she was. I don't think she was singing that live, but it was in studio. It was like live in studio. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean it was it was a fantastic rendition and so cool. And she was like yeah, scatting. Yeah, yeah. She's like I think it was pepper. partially. Yeah, it was partially live, partially live, but not all of those notes were live. I know people love to tell me that, like, there's nothing live. I don't, I don't think that's a bad. I don't think that's a bad thing because she's a live singer. Like, I mean, how do you? There's no way to to talk shit on Mariah Carey's vocals, like that. I'm not doing that. (laughs) No, I know that's fucking New Year's Eve thing. People can't, they can't let go of it. Makes me sick. Let's let's um let's do another question. How about that? Yeah. Do you think straight people being non-monogamous is bullshit? Bullshit in what sense? Like they're being uh insincere or bullshit like you have to be mad about it. I don't know, that's just the question. I didn't write them. I don't know how to interpret that question. Do I think them being non-monogamous is bullshit? I mean, what is it? It's uh, isn't it uh, Anna Kashian's uh, wisdom that men cheat to stay and women cheat to leave? I mean, isn't that the yeah. history of, <laughs> of relationships? Well, it, it seems As like it, straight like, people invented monogamy, oh, and it's okay. now they're like, like okay, like branding. Now they're trying to do the gay thing. 
like trying to do the promiscuous kind of oh that thing that's annoying that's it's like, a, well, that's i just like don't even little... think i'm not sure they have the tools to really do it is and maybe it's not their fault um no, not not in the great gay style of it but, yeah um, because it's not part of their in the, in the like in the like polyamorous but in the kind of polycule branding of it that's annoying that's like what you need a, a textbook to tell you how to be in a romantic relationship that's uh, you won't catch me there agreed next question what's your ideal autumnal meal main side dessert drink we're back to food I'm so bad at these questions. Okay. Jesus I love Christ. food. I love food. No, you should answer it. Please. You should answer it. Okay. So, I mean, I love steak, but I'm like, well, maybe I want like chili or like a shepherd's pie. Vegetable. I mean, shepherd's pie. kind of a toss between like potato and broccoli Rob. Here's where things get like absolutely like ballistic dessert for fall conquered grape pie. Maybe with a scoop of vanilla ice cream. Conquer grapes from the Finger Lakes. The flavor of a Conquer grape, I'm going to say like 80% of listeners have no idea. The tartness, the sweetness, they don't know it. They just simply don't know it. And I feel bad, obviously. But, oh, God, if you see a Conquer grape, I mean, like there's Conquer grape jelly at grocery stores. Not even close. That's not. No, no. Not even. You've had a Conquer grape. I, I don't know. I'm okay, so it's like that. gelatinous and it's like purple. It's like bright purple. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine. And I there's can, seeds in them. So you like, you kind of, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can like suck the jelly out through my teeth and like spit the seeds out. And then you have like this ball of jelly. That's what tech. And then like a super tart, like bright purple skin. It's crazy. Conquer grapes are insane. Um, New York State, I mean, so beautiful, so wonderful, producing grapes like this. I mean, I don't think they have them in California. Maybe they do. I don't really care. Okay. We'll do another question. We've got a lot more. Mm -hmm. I'm a gay guy, completely infatuated with a straight guy. How do I not be? Help. I bet you've been in this situation before. (laughs) Like... My whole life. My whole life. Jones. And I have, I, listen, <laughs> listen, listen. I have bisexual leanings. I've been with women. I'm kind of at this ending meeting uh, for all. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I'm not joking. At this it. life, I'm kind of uh, resigned from relationships. I'm kind of a loner. Oh, um your harp. Just me my harp. I mean, but uh, I mean, that's a fucking story of my life. But isn't that the experience of being gay? Isn't absolutely isn't, like you can't really extract it from. Yeah. From it. How do I help? How do I not be? How do I help? I can't help you. I can't help myself, quite frankly. Helpless. Hamburger help, help helpless. Helpless. There you go. All right. Next question. Which charmed girl are you? Okay, we got who is it? Alyssa Milano, Shannon Doherty. Who's the third one? Like a, I, I don't know. Charmed is a really weird vibe. I never vibed with that. I never I watched. Know. I was Buffy. Vampire Slayer. 
exactly. was so Buffy down. Like to yep. this day, I I have like Buffy kind of formed my young psyche. I still live under the shadow of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So I don't know. Bill Rosenberg, Tara, Tara McClay. Those are my witches. Not uh, Piper and I don't know what their names are. Sorry. Holly Sorry, Combs Dan. Marie was Sorry. the third. Holly Combs Marie. I'm Shannon Doherty. I'm definitely not Alyssa Milano. And I don't even know what the fucking third one is. So Shannon Doherty, bitch. That's it's, a weird, it's a weird vibe, that show. You know what has a more interesting vibe? I, I, I mean, sorry. Sorry, fan of Charmed, but Passions. Do you remember that soap opera? Uh, that weird soap opera. That was weirder. I never really watched much of it, but it's another bizarre one. They had a little person, right? They had like a, and he was like a doll. He was like a living doll, which is something that scares the shit out of me. The dolls are dolling on Passions. The doll, the dolls. Oh my God, period. That is, <laughs> that is like a little thing on Buffy, though. Spike. Spike and Buffy's mom bond over watching Passions. Oh wow! Okay, work. Mm-hmm. Um. Next question: What are the must-see movies this year? I'm gonna say Barbie and Oppenheimer. Eric, what do you think? <laughs> movies came out this year. Like, there's I don't know. They, I think they came out. I didn't. I mean, I watched. Uh, some of them, I don't know. I was like literally. Do you have a letterbox? Do you have a letterbox? There's like a letterbox. No, mm-hmm. What do you mean? I don't know what that is. is do that you have a letterbox subscription? No, it's a website where you review movies. It's my favorite oh, social media that. network because oh, you like, can just like or... you you clock in, write your little review, you clock the fuck out, and you get movie suggestions like from your friends. You see what they're watching, and you're like, oh, cool. Because I'd be watching movies like constantly. Um, but I don't have any suggestions for movies that came out this year because I'm like, mm. uh, I'm oh, I did like the movie. Than... You're more of an audio file, yeah. I did like the movie A Fire, which is like a weird, like German. Uh, I don't know. Okay, that that rings a bell. A fire. I like didn't like it for most of it, and they kind of stuck the landing, and I was like, oh wait, this is actually good. But like, I don't know. <sighs> Uh, my favorite, my favorite movie is called *The Reflecting Skin*. It has, uh, it's from the early '90s, directed by Philip Ridley, and it has Viggo Mortensen in it. And it's this kind of Southern Gothic uh, faux vampire drama through a child's eyes. And it takes place um, at the end of World War II in the middle of like Idaho, I think. And this kid is like uh, imagining that his neighbor, this this like creepy blonde lady who uh her name is dolphin and he imagines her to be a vampire who's who's uh feeding on his older brother who's just come back from the war who's actually his health is deteriorating from being exposed to the radiation in in uh in japan and but hey what is this called again it's called the reflecting skin it's brilliant it's fucking beautiful Okay, so I'm also a huge fan of Viggo Mortensen because he's from Watertown, New York, where best friend of the pod Antonio is from. And, like, I thought Viggo Mortensen would be from, like, I don't know, like a fucking, like, small little town in Ireland. Uh, or I don't even know where more Whatever. He's from upstate New York. And, like, the upstate girls are unforgettable. We got James Charles, Lana Del Rey, Tom Cruise from Syracuse. Me. Um, 
Viggo Mortensen. You know, the list literally goes on and on. Um, so I'll be watching the Reflecting Skin. That's a great recommendation. Yeah. Do you yeah. follow a Kaylin M. Beauty? Like Kaylin? No. She's kind is. of like a what they call a lol cow. But um, what the? All right, f- all right, well, I'll, Wait. Now hold I'll, on. Let's let's talk about what the fuck lol cow is because like I Google <laughs> it's, it's it's terrible. It's, it's terrible. terrible because like okay, whenever like I'm on Red Scare, I go to the Reddit and like yeah. people used to be really mean to me. Now they're nice. Love that. Um, and then I heard about this website, Lolcow, and I was like, what is that? <coughs> Sorry. I go to the website. I don't even know what the fuck is going on. It looks like just code or something. And then I Googled huh. like my name and then Lolcow. And then like, I'm not even like trying to toot my own horn. There were a lot of hits and everyone was just calling me fat and stupid. Like a lot of what? times. And I was like, <gasps> I was like, oh my God, it ruined my day. Uh-uh. Maybe the the next two days, quite frankly. I was like, um, okay, jealous. <laughs> just like, whoa, I mean, there's they are, they are. all this out there. I guess, I guess, I'm jealous that that Kay- that Kaylin Wiltshire gets to stay home all day and wait for her Shein shipments. Uh, that her that she gets on her dad's dime and like she doesn't raise her child. I mean, know? literally, dime right. one dime. That's how much the that's how cheap the clothes are. <laughs> <laughs> literally, literally, literally. But uh, I will talk about her at a uh, at a, another point in time. Um, yeah. Okay. They were really mean to her. They were really mean to her back in the day. They still are. Well, I don't know. But they sent her like what she she tried to. Uh, she's a little fetal alcohol syndrome esque. She lives in um, Maryland. Um, Checks she, out. She she just states facts with a kind of wonder and awe in her eyes like she has sanpaku eyes like you know what that means it's like you just like most of the eye is white is white the eye is white right? are they on, like the sides of her head <laughs> no they're in closer wait what is is philogism outside or inside well we won't harp on it but the fucking okay. she um yeah uh, her perception of the world is uh, she's so new to the world in a way she um they, she she's started i think in like 2010 reviewing products on youtube and they, one like person sent her like uh salt and vinegar and water in a little spray bottle that she sprayed on herself and she reviewed it <laughs> it's just like it's cruel that is cruel and unusual. That's that poor thing. But I, but I laugh. And, also, and listener, if you want to send me anything, you want to send me mustard gas, I'll put it on me. <laughs> do anything for $5 a month. <laughs> anything uh, at all. My point is I, I, I envision Kaylin as the kind of poster child of like a kind of uh, a dumb American. There's a kind of uh, wide-eyed and, and consuming just uh, constantly consuming and that I, I love that i am always consuming too is she so like teen mom resume. what's her name kaylin that's so teen mom kaylin i know kylan or kaylin and i'll forward you something later yeah we'll see if i open it um <laughs> i think i've you know there's only so many i just let blair white in i can't uh, that's she's taking up a lot of real estate in the head focus on her good. for a while um 
Which actually, so I went to Blair White's page and I was like, oh, I wonder who she follows that I also follow. And there was no one. And I was like, oh, like no one? Oh. She has no friends. She, they, they she say, def- well, she, she, her she vibe said, is like no real friends. No friend. yeah, oh, poor sad. thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. Next question. Um, thoughts on Roni reunion part one? Eric, go off. I know you've been waiting. You've been like, it was just so weak. Like, how are Jessel and Aaron sitting next to Andy? That makes zero sense to me. And people are like kind of standing Jessel. I don't understand this. She's so like kind of phony and like, she, her sense of style is so. Uh, she she dresses like. Usually, this would not be a complaint, but but she styles herself as a drag queen. But she has no real drag queen quality. There's nothing really mesmerizing or charismatic about her. Um, she's like this flat affect, flat character. Um, her husband's obviously gay. Like, but there's no <laughs> there's no drama there. Why is she sitting next to Andy? Why is Aaron sitting next to Andy? Aaron has all the affect of Kelly Ben Simone, but it leaves me wanting. Oh wait, no, I Kelly love Aaron. Oh Lord, because <laughs> she Tell just like seems. I just think she seems like secure and unfazed, and will just say whatever. And I'm like, oh, well, that's something. Aaron compared really, to like, well, I guess so. Uba, who so. is literally is, like. Yeah. Mm-mm. You've seen the the Jack Officer's episode of South Park where people are just like the yes. the aliens like Uba just like is throwing just shit at a wall and seeing what sticks and it's like okay girl like what are you talking about? Um, I like Aaron. Okay, I think why people have turned around on Jessel and they like her now is because that like they thought she was weak and it turns out she might be stronger than they think and it's like still like boring uh-huh. as fucking hell like it's boring. not cool boring. i like i like sai i like brin and i like jenna lyons for her mr burns quality there's something <laughs> <laughs> there's something dark about that's it. who it is like, that's who like it is marks it's like meredith marks is mr burns so is jenna lyons holy shit they have like yeah okay i'm okay <laughs> you know like in the end of fight club when like the whole world like disappears around like okay that's what's happening to me right now thinking about jenna burns jenna lyons is mr burns jenna, jenna, <laughs> already, it's already in you know uh i mean i i miss i miss the old crew well, did you watch Dorinda and Luann on Watch What Happens Live after that? It was the... so boring. I was so it was boring. It started off good because they were like, what do you think about, or Andy was like, what do you think about uh, Jenna Lyons wearing jeans? And Dorinda's like, see, now I don't like that. I like to dress. <laughs> I was like, okay. Was like, now we're off to the races. I never you left. You gotta dress up. I don't understand people dressing down. You people gotta dress up. And fucking, I'm, I, just, I miss Luann's voice. I miss the... Uh, Mm, I have a huge surprise for the ladies tonight. Mm. My ten-inch cock. <laughs> did you watch Crappy Lake? I did. It's That's so good. Heartwarming. She she whipped it out. I enjoyed it. And just when you think Dorinda lost weight because like she maybe stopped drinking, it's like nope, she's slurring. She's, <laughs> oh, she's so starting. Good. I miss Sonia. I miss Sonia. I miss. Jo- I mean, my favorite is Jill Aaron. 
Jolzarin mm-hmm. is my queen. I, I've, know, I've always written for Jolzarin because she's annoying. She's fucking annoying. Mm-hmm. And like, right. you kind of need exactly. she, has no pretension. she has no pretension about it. She has no like um she, her her vision of of a high class person is the countess she's so enamored by countess luann like that is such an image in her mind to mm. hear uh she doesn't realize that, that that the countess is so trashy but she has no pretense about herself she's um my friend a friend of mine pointed out um that scene when they're flying to Morocco and Jill's just like in her snuggie with her glasses and her like crossword puzzle or whatever. Mm. She just, she, she doesn't care. I love that about her. She, <laughs> she, she's like, I've maybe not like met this woman, but I, I know this is a very real woman, but then she also like operates in a very high echelon of society. I mean, if you remember when Roni started, she'd be like throwing parties in the Hamptons and like, uh, Russell Simmons would be there. The blind mayor that Ramona was like, you know what? I have trouble seeing. T- <laughs> yes. Imagine yes. if like, you know, I'm blind too. You know? <laughs> this guy's like literally can't see at all. And imagine if like I don't know, Bren was like, I'm blind too. Like you know, you just can't have that anymore. No, you can't. No, we we had it all. They're a different for a kind while. Of um. Because Jill is, I, I think Jill is fab, but she's so unfabulous. Like she's just, a, she's a typical Long Island mom. But you know, the new yeah. ladies are all—they're all influencers, and they're all very image conscious. We're never gonna. And have they're all new money. Fab. I guess all a lot of Roni was too. But they're she young. They're downtown. Women. We need like cons- that's the thing. It's like that's not really spoken about. It's like a lot of the women are conservative and the new crop is definitely all liberal. And it's like, yeah, yeah it's annoying. It's a little more guarded, you know, a lot of like fellow feeling and like kind of, they're all trying to apologize for each other if they're mad at each other. But like, yeah, I mean, sigh at the reunion. Yeah. And sigh at the reunion. She's like, I'm sorry for everything I've done. Like, she was just always sorry. And I'm like, I don't you're like not. That. Clearly you're not. I like sigh because she's a cunt. And because she she was cutting, she was at least I liked her because she was cutting towards Jessel. I just don't like Jessel. Okay, well here's <laughs> the thing: I really don't mind Sai at all. I think yeah. she's gotten a lot of vitriol online recently, and I'm like, okay, she's not. No one is even worth having a reaction about that's like that severe. Um, invite them all back next season if we have another one. But like, Jesus Christ, I don't. I mean, chop Aaron, chop Aaron and Jessel. I just absolutely not. No, Aaron Jessel Brand, chop everyone else. Ah, so keep. You're saying keep Jessel Brennan and Aaron. Interesting. Interesting. And add them to like the old. I love Brennan. You love Brennan. Add them to the old crew. You know? Or uh, yeah, I don't know. Have have them both gone at the same time? Ladies, this isn't the first time I've gotten the chop. <laughs> I, I think I heard Crappy Lake has been renewed for a second season, which is kind of crazy. And oh, for uh, real? Yeah. Are they doing it in Benton, Ohio again? Probably somewhere else, I would assume. Good. Although I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, oh no. Okay, we got a couple like- questions. Yeah. Wait, what'd you say? A little, a little mosquito in my room or something like that. It must have 
come through the screen. That is so crazy, Eric, because my next question was about mosquitoes. Stop. I swear to God. Front of the pod. Why is the new pink? Why is the new Pink Panther song called Mosquito? I'm too old to know Not anything that she's doing. Right. Yeah, next, <laughs> her song. Oh, and it's it's 34 seconds long instead of 30. Wow, congrats! Um, so this question comes from front of the pod, Patrick Sandberg. Um, did you try the Irish Spring and did it work? Okay, so he sent me a link to maybe a TikTok or an Instagram reel, and it's this woman who swears that Irish spring soap repels mosquitoes and you can rub it on like your door frames, window frames, but like what she does when she has like backyard. Also, this is not like a highfalutin kind of, this is like a Ohio Mm -hmm. suburban. She takes a cheese grater and shaves Irish spring soap around the perimeter of her dinner table. And she swears that it repels mosquitoes and a lot of people in the comments are like yes i do this it, it works irish spring soap so i'm gonna have to run out um i killed two in my bathroom today while i was sitting on the toilet and they were they're getting bigger and uh, and like the blood was old it was not when you kill a mosquito and it just bit you it's like bright red this was old blood I know it's kind of weird what i'm saying i think it's kind of weird but uh irish spring could be um you know it could just change everything uh, have you heard of this before no but i know that peppermint like peppermint is my trick for all pests okay well it's not working clearly because you got mosquitoes in the room. <laughs> but what do you do like peppermint candies <laughs> no 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 what, also what is peppermint it. it's like a leaf is peppermint? it's like an essential oil oh an oil oh wow but it comes from like a plant but I had to cop some uh, some like rodent repellent because of this impending rat situation in the. Oh bathroom. yeah, you got a lot going on. Yeah, man. you got a lot going Getting on out over of here. there. Yeah, yeah, fucking Prospect Buffett's Gardens, <laughs> like rat mm-hmm. city, just like everywhere else in New York City, though. Oh, it's so true. It could happen anywhere. Happen anywhere. Um, just a few more questions left, Eric. How you feeling? tight silence okay great (laughs) um this next question is for me is planet earth hell in disguise that's like i feel like that's the kind of metaphor that gets used in a lot of media and literature as definitely in like all right answer the damn question season three of angel yeah (laughs) you think yes i only just started thinking about this and i'm like hmm I don't know. I mean, gun to my head, maybe. I mean, yeah, I kind of think so. <laughs> it's Earth is. I mean, listen, I could be a lot worse for us. There's like, but who? My God! Oh, my internet went out. Can you hear me? I can oh, hear you now. Okay, I can hear you too. Great, 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 great. Um, so yeah, planet Earth, hell in disguise. I say it's a prison planet. It's a trash open air prison. Yeah. Next question. I'm not going to answer this one, but uh, what are you reading right now? 
There's a stack of books. Thick books. Mm. Well, they're all thick. So, like, what are they? They're like harp manuals or something. What are they? (laughs) Uh, There's nothing fun here. There's like Christopher Lash, and there's a poetry book by Thomas James. There's uh, Alice Miller's Drama of the Gifted Child. There's Camille Paglia. There's a, a manga called Battle Angel Alita. There's a book of Joni Mitchell's early writings, like That's cute. lyrics. There's a book on tarot. I do tarot. Oh. That's fun. You can't yeah. do it virtually, right? Because I can't like touch the I, Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Do you want do you want a reading? Do you want to end the pod on a reading, or is that too much? No, literally, yes, I do. All right, perfect. We're doing it. Do we take a break and do it? Do you need? No, time? just uh, no. I mean, I'm going to shuffle the deck. Where you're going to answer answer some questions. Answer Uh-oh. how many questions are left? Okay. Um, you're a great conversationalist. You could come up with things. There's a bunch, but I think I'm just gonna. Okay, we have to answer this one because. Best friend of the pod, Kara Cunningham asked, "What is your favorite Britney yes. song?" Uh, "Don't let me be the last to know," or "Why should I be sad?" Ooh, it's between those two. Okay. Um, or or early morning. Um, sorry, I could just go on and on. I really love Britney Spears. I do too, and I just, I just, I've never. Oh man. No, because it's easy to blank because it's there's such a broad canvas of Britney. I'm gonna say, "Oops, I did it again." Stop. <laughs> That's like <laughs> work. Oh, it's a little right. entry level. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "That's such a cunty face." I yeah. Um, well, I don't know what my face ever looks like. Um, It's 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 I don't know what to compare that song to. It's it's very good. <laughs> I mean, there's so many Britney songs I love. Nothing else sounds like nothing else really sounds like it. You're right. It's just like in like the choreography. I think I got you know, you know, you know remember you your Yeah, I think at the fourth grade. It's all the time. It was either like the fourth grade dance or the sixth grade dance. I uh, I remember the choreography and. Uh, almost got jumped because it was not the right thing to do. And I was like, but I love this song. I think it's a great song. It's actually probably not a good song. <laughs> well, you know what I've been listening to? And I think I, I, uh, uh, wait, do you know that there's a, the, do you know that famous meme of, uh, Mariah singing, um, is it lover boy or no, no, no. It's, uh, Heartbreaker. It's Heartbreaker. She's singing. You could sing Heartbreaker over the chords of Oops, I Did It Again. Oh, no. Oh, wow. I'm sorry. Maybe it's Baby One More Time, but it's one of the early Britney hits that you could totally harmonize Heartbreaker over. Okay. Well, I think I played it then on one of my podcasts maybe a month or two ago. It's um, the song Everybody. It's like an Annie Lennox remix. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's an outtake. It's the end of blackout yeah i was like wait this is crazy (laughs) i put when i'm when i need to like go run an errand i need a little pep in my step right i'm throwing on everybody (laughs) (laughs) and then 
Yeah. Let's keep grinding. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, what's that Lady Gaga song that people like didn't discover till like 12 years later? It's like Star or something. It's like, uh, oh, hell no. I know, like, Total oh, Free no. would play it. I'm like, bitch, I don't know. No, no, not her. that one. Not that one. Remember her. <laughs> it was, uh, I really can't stand Lady Gaga. Okay, all right. Well, except early Lady Gaga, like early. This was early Lady Gaga. Okay. All right, how are we yeah, doing with the tarot deck over there, Eric? Are you shuffling? <laughs> Do I have to tell you to, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. stop? No, 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 no. I'm going to say that uh, this reading is for Dan. Okay, great. All right, so I'm just going to shuffle a little more. Think about, um, I don't know, think about whatever's on your mind, whatever question you want answered. You don't have to tell me. Um, think about, like, one question. one question? Yeah, whatever's on okay. your mind. Uh, you well, know. there's a lot. There's a lot kicking around up here okay let me try to focus for a second i'll think of one question i'll just keep shuffling the will speak okay i have the question all right cool all right um i'm gonna split the deck how many piles would you like me to split the deck into? You could pick any number. How the hell should I know? Okay, four. Four. Perfect. <laughs> no, that's Thank you, my way. It's so fun. I love... I mean, Tarot's great because it's like, I get all the attention, basically. I'm always right, looking for exactly. ways to I shuffle in fours. circumnavigate that. All right. Um... Something's indicating to me that the shuffling process is over. So, all right. Okay, good, good, great. Let's see. We're going to do um, something to let go of, something to embrace, and a message from spirit. Okay, sounds good. Uh, something to let go of is um, the Seven of Cups, which can kind of be interpreted as a kind of projection it's like a kind of uh your yourself is in the shadow there's something about yourself that's kind of being covered up that you're kind of refusing to face and there are all these like options um in your foreground that you're kind of like projecting your wishes onto but each comes with its own kind of caveats um they might be illusory there's a kind of tension between like what's appearing and what's in the shadows and kind of there's something about uh the self that's kind of being ignored or projected outward it's not it's, because i have seven drinks a night that's it could be that it could be that because the cards, that. the cards aren't usually very deep um sometimes right seven cups could literally mean uh could usually indicate drinking um, that's as simple as it can be. Uh, I've heard that the cards. Um, I don't drink every night, but day. definitely every other night. But yeah, great work, work, Mazel tov. Um, <laughs> it's, that's something to. Uh, I'm Cuban, by the way. Okay, <laughs> I have been uh, inculcated with with Judaism from a young age. And you didn't say Cuban wow. sandwich. We had the goddamn sandwich question. Yeah, I know. I was going to say that, but I thought that was obvious. 
How would that be um, obvious? Okay. Something to embrace is the devil, but inverted. Uh-oh. Um, the devil card isn't necessarily a bad thing, but he is in reverse, which is interesting. Reversals usually imply like a, a block, a kind of block on the energy, or it's asking you to turn a certain situation on its head. But the devil has to do with things that are deep down, things that like maybe addictions or maybe compulsions or things that we don't really want to confront about ourselves, things that kind of lurk in the depth. If you look at the devil, there are like these kind of triangle, triangular shapes in the card that are pointing downward. It's pointing you down. You're an earth sign too. You're a Virgo. Virgo, Virgo, rising Libra, moon. The, de the devil indicates a lot of earth, earthboundness, things that are deep down. So uh, something to embrace, the devil inverted. Um, maybe it maybe it indicates a release of some sort. I mean, the he has Adam and Eve in shackles, and they say that when the, this card appears um, inverted, it says if the shackles fall off because they're kind of loose on the characters. They choose they choose to be bound. They're they're there by their own will. Okay. Um, so that so again so th these two cards seem to be about depth. Wait, yes. can we? Yeah. Sorry, one second. Can we? Yeah, yeah. I just, I don't know. I like completely forgot that I had like a specific question in mind. So for the first yeah. one, yeah. Can you just give me like a tiny brief synopsis on where I? Because I wasn't thinking about the question that I was really asking. Oh, I was just like responding to like the like picture. It's like oh seven cups. Because I've had a couple hard campaigns. But usually, your first your first intuition is the right one. Okay, good. Cards usually. Good. So just stick with that. Um, Great. The devil, again, just things in the shadows, things in the depths that you might not want to confront. Um, turn the situation on its head. That's what the inversion is suggesting. And then a message from spirit. Ooh, ooh these are really interesting cards. Oh, you God. got the moon. The moon uh, has to do with things coming to light. Um, treacherous journeys. So if you look closely, there's a, there's a lobster that's coming out from the deep. Yeah, what there the two... fuck is he doing there? There's like foxes? <laughs> yeah, well, they're wolves. Or one is rabid and one is not rabid. Okay. So they're the kind of like, kind of, uh, what is it? Um, not contradictory, but they're almost in opposition to each other. They're kind of different natures. Yes. And they're on the path. They're on the path that this... Uh, armored it's an armored shellfish so it ha it can it can uh, endure the, the the elements i guess it can protect itself okay but the moon has to do with things coming to light uh things that are usually again in the depths all these cards have to do with things that are in the shadows or kind of being blocked or uh, you might not be willing to confront for whatever reason um, <sighs> I know. Don't you? Don't don't we love these kinds of fucking? Yeah, I, I don't really like terror anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know the feeling. I know the feeling. Um, but yeah, that's your reading. Wait, isn't there a fourth one? No. Well, there is one at the bottom. Of the <laughs> Damn it! That uh, it's another. It's a okay. two of cups. Two, two of cups. All right. What the fuck inverted. does that mean? Inverted. Inverted. Okay. Um. 
Uh, the two of cups usually, uh, so the cups deck, I mean, the cups suit indicates deep feelings, like the kinds of feelings that you would pour into a cup and give to another person. So um, it, the, the two of cups with the, there's like the caduceus symbol, which is like associated with mercury, has to do with communication. Um, it, it, it has to do with, this is a kind of a collaboration card. It's usually a good collaboration. Like the, two people uh, podcasting together. Right, exactly. But it's inverted, so it's troubled. God damn it. <laughs> uh, Sorry, babe. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I you know. I <laughs> this is the, the, the thickening drama of Dial Dan. This is why people tune in. This, I mean, yeah, if it was just like, oh my God, <laughs> things are going to be really good. Embrace the, the general Lions, Mr. Burns affect. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh man. See, now I got to Mer double Meredith, down and be even worse. Meredith Marks uh, ratting on Jen Shaw and then taking a seven hour bath, right? Just waiting <laughs> for the other women to show up. <laughs> that's, mm. that's the energy isn't it <laughs> what am I like I love... burying can, some, can you just tell me I don't, <laughs> fucking know, dude. I don't know either I don't know, I'm not going to go to therapy but... and figure it out either it's like so weird don't you love when um when uh when Mary was, uh, <laughs> when... remember when they had the Asian chick did you watch oh uh, I oh I know I love when Mary loved her. did her loved her and oh, she's God. like oh so beautiful with that that slanted eye. So I love your slanted eyes, and then like, <laughs> so I mean, like jaw dropping, oh, yeah. and then like when Mary has lunch with Meredith, and then is like doing an impression of Jen, Jen's voice, which is like really kind of like cartoonish. I mean, he's so honest. He's like, oh, Manny, I come to you and say this. And Meredith's like, I don't <laughs> think you want to do that, Mary. <laughs> I, I, I love a character voice. I love a Chingrish accent. That's my that's my thing. I'm, I will not do it right now to sully, to sully this podcast. Yeah, and I'll just do it for you. That's what I've been bearing deeply is that I just want to do that accent all the goddamn time. I mean, racial humor is the funniest humor. It's funny. It's Doing impressions story. of other cultures is literally funny, unless you're an asshole about Especially it. Especially when they're so exaggerated and, like, not, you know, not, it's rare you'll encounter somebody who really speaks like that. <laughs> you know what I would really like is that, you know, for AI technology to be able to take a solo episode of mine and have it be in, like, Jenny's voice from... Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, did you ever watch Mob Wives? You'd be like, I got grooved to the bench. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh that is god. The, that is the essence of hamburger help. Oh lord. <laughs> don't put don't put that on Instagram. I mean, maybe Oh no, uh, no, no, no. I mean No, don't put it on Instagram because I'm in a I'm in a I'm in school right now in a very libbed out environment. And, Where are you going no, to school? <laughs> it's a free Do you know Matt Lifehite, gay guy photographer? He started this like free photo yeah, program yeah, where we yeah, meet, yeah. Oh, okay, um, you know, Saturdays until like April. And I had a field trip today, went to Mary Ellen Marks. You know, she's deceased as of like two years ago, I think. I uh, went to her like archive in, in Soho today, saw some gorgeous prints. Uh, 
she would photograph like 20 by 24 like polaroids like this camp there's only like three in america um and she would like photograph like liza minnelli bill clinton she'd also go to like staten island proms and have these like backdrops and just have like these couples and like the print is like a one of one so i'm i'm like looking at the print like in front of my face and is so gorgeous and like so detailed and like so i just felt very inspired and very like uh it was just so cool to like see this beautiful object in person and uh we got a shout out matt lifei who is one of i mean he's genius talent in his own right but the way he connects people and he's so like gentle and kind to everyone it's like there's something you know if you read his tarot it'd be like just angel card angel card angel card angel card mine's like devil 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 cups cups whatever you know fucking christ i mean it. honestly it's it's hotter it's it's more hot it, it is hotter you know everyone loves a bad boy fucking Sexier. bad boy yeah Make cool work for me, Dan, you know? <laughs> but, um you know, my, my 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 mcdonald's doesn't stay open all night and my chicken nuggets are gonna turn into pumpkins soon you want to go okay i want to end the pod too <laughs> i think we've done it no i think we've done it i think we're gonna end on a oh, high cool. note cool. i really had a great time i guess meeting you, you and too. talking to you yeah um you don't want to play the harp to send us out right it's kind of annoying uh it'd be kind of yeah. gay but i don't know it's kind of gay bro <laughs> okay that's fine well oh you're gonna do, do, you do it okay hear, great do you, you want to hear the sound of the of the tower do you know when well, no, do you know do you know jewel intuition <laughs> cut. Cut, cut the camera's um, dead ass okay eric thank you again thank you about the pod um had a great time. If you put me on hamburger helpless, like do me right, you know. I know you are. You know, with your beautiful slanted eye. My I I can't Eric, I really do have <laughs> slanted eyes. People think I'm like, you know, a little, a little different sometimes. When I was like thinner, I was like very like you know. Smash. Oh no, god. I yeah, I'm, I I gotta get the fox eye lift to to really bring myself back to my actually that's know, my next 20s. song title. Fox my eye next lift song title. Oh, that's great too. Maybe that's parenthetical, but it's mistaken for Asian. Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> Guys, um Silence. You know, wait till uh, Bandcamp Friday to roll around in a few years uh, and you uh, can buy uh, Eric's new single for <laughs> probably 49 cents. <laughs> He's gonna put a lot of work into it. And uh yeah. Oh my god, thank you again. I'm gonna like I gotta and the Zoom, I gotta like upload this shit. I had a great time. So thank you, you again. Thank you for listening. Tell a friend. Um, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Okay. Good night. Good night. Bye.